Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jessie May. This is the Sharp Tongue Podcast, special Dr. Peluso edition. Thank you ahead of time so much for your your subscription, your patronage, and your support in everything I do. I have my YouTube page up, so make sure you go check out my YouTube page. We are posting the podcast videos there from now on, youtube.com forward slash Jessie May Peluso. And we are also doing Bong and a Movie. Bong and a Movie? Bong and Movie. Bam! Will be available on YouTube as well. And join the Fun House, the fan club. Be a part of it. Join the gang. Join the fun at patreon.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso. Exclusive videos behind the scenes of my life, behind the scenes of my work in front of the scenes of my butthole. No, just kidding. It's not an OnlyFans account. Sorry for the tease. I am being pressured by all of my fans, not all of them, just a few pervy ones to join OnlyFans. And uh, I'm not that chick, but maybe some feet photos? You know, I might have to jump on the bandwagon. What do you guys think? DM me. Shoot me an email. Tell me what you think. Should I go on OnlyFans? Comedy at gmail.com. That's how you can connect with me personally. And don't forget, you can call into this podcast now. We will play your voicemail. I haven't really vetted any of them. I'm just playing them and playing them on the actual episode. You'll hear them towards the end of this episode today. Call me, 513-916-0930. Give us a call. Leave a message. And it could be featured on the podcast. I just got done doing the most fun thing I've done in a long time. My birthday is tomorrow, September 16th. Virgo season. Overthinkers. Overthinkers. Perfectionists. Overthinkers. Perfectionists. We think we're psychic. We have a big heart. We have a big mouth. And we overthink. Did I mention we overthink? It's Virgo season, bitch. September 16th is my birthday. I was supposed to be born on my dad's birthday, which is September 30th. And it's special for a couple reasons. One, tonight I just had a very impromptu night with my assistant, Debbie. Shout out to Debbie. Debbie Della Roses for keeping me sane. We found this random skate park in the middle of Mar Vista, California, and we skated our fucking hearts away. When I tell you that skating is not dead. Not only is it not dead, it is being revived. It's real. Do you guys remember a couple years ago, maybe even last year, I was talking about starting a skate party and how I wanted to do like a Sunday skate party and raise awareness for Alzheimer's and maybe some charity. I'm going to reopen that dream. 
just because of COVID doesn't mean it has to die. There's a skate park where bitches and dudes are out there skating their lives, skating for their lives. It is so fun. So that's a new endeavor that I'm going to embark on. Details to follow. But this birthday is very special because I am starting to film my Netflix show on my birthday and we wrap filming on my dad's birthday. So it's just super special to me. I'm excited about it. And I want to thank everybody for supporting my career and me up to this point. And this is my gift to you. This episode, this Dr. Peluso series we're doing is my gift to you, sharing my knowledge and experience with my fans. And hopefully, you know, we're all going to make mistakes, but we can learn from them together. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode, this episode (laughs) with a board uncertified PhD of THC, Dr. Peluso. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie Peluso. Mays. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully, you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional i talk about my dog sometimes each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me yes we're here let's see how our levels are i think our levels are good i'm on the couch with stamos yes our levels are lovely I'm on the couch with Stamos. It's, we already know what it is. It's Dr. Peluso episode of the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I've got all the questions on my trusty selfie stick and I was looking over a couple of them and wow, wow, you guys are uh, in need of some help (laughs) to say the least. We all are. This is, honestly, I was on the phone with Airbnb because I'm going to film for Netflix this coming week and I got an Airbnb and I accidentally booked two Airbnbs and it was like over $10,000 and I was freaking out like, "Ah, please don't charge me all that money. I fucked up. And in this time where we're all fucking up, I think we need to realize that everyone needs a little bit of a break. We need a little bit of a break. Everyone needs to chill the fuck out. Have some patience. Like, just be like Stamos. Just just chill and, and observe. And be helpful if you can. But I think the most part is we have to realize that we're all going through some shit. Am I still fucking frustrated? Yeah. I'm still, I'm still frustrated. Those are my emotions. <laughs> but I honestly am so excited about this Netflix show. Like... It's a dream come true. I've heard myself say to my mom and my sister, like, you're going to be able to watch me on Netflix. That is honestly, you know, when you think of milestones in your career, especially a career like mine, which it's such a roller coaster to be in this industry where in, in this time with social media, you're constantly comparing yourself because how can you not? I mean, you guys are probably comparing yourself and you're quote unquote regular people, not in the limelight or doing, you know, entertainment where 
you're under the scrutiny constantly just in your regular life you're comparing yourself now add the strangeness of performance to it i'm just itching my back for those of you who are watching i'm very itchy i apologize all the ash in la is really truly getting to me if you add you know that level of celebrity to it if you will it takes it to another level because we're already we're admittingly most of us the healthy version of us are admittingly damaged and we need a certain level of attention and it's it's not even from like a a place of need and and desperation as much as it is just something that is a part of who we are so you add that into already comparing yourself and it's just it becomes a total menagerie of fuckery that's that to put it I couldn't put it any more eloquently eloquently than that it's a menagerie of fuckery and I'm a human being, like I said in my last podcast, and I can succumb to feelings of jealousy or feelings of not feeling worthy enough in this world of social media where we're constantly looking at other people's successes. And that's the thing. People post the good shit. I like to post both. Personally, I I like to show as much realness as I can because that's what I'm attracted to as an artist. I'm attracted to other people who create things that are real and create things that evoke emotion. I think it's one of the reasons why I also always really loved Erica Badu because I felt like she put and has continued to put her emotions and her experiences on the line for the sake of her creation. And she has such a level of acceptance with the varying degrees of her growth And those degrees of growth are so apparent in what she's putting out that I feel similar to that. Am I calling myself the Erica Badu of comedy? You're goddamn right. I just don't have jewelry that's quite as cool. Although I did get some new jewelry at Whitney's um, Coochie Coven this past week. She had a bunch of us over to celebrate her birthday. We got COVID tested. Everybody calm down bunch of entitled bitches coughing on each other. No, we were COVID tested. I got some piercings and my makeup artist who's going to be doing my makeup for the Netflix show, Nia, Miss Nia Hicks, Miss Nia Joy, if you're nasty, is going to kill me because I literally have new piercings in my ear. She's going to be doing my makeup, messing with my hair, and I'm going to be like, ow, 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 ow. The moral of the story is I don't consider things sometimes. And you should realize that we're all in this shit together. You probably don't consider shit sometimes either. And then you look at someone like me and you think, I've got it all together. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you look at me and you're like, look at this bitch. Her hair's a hot mess. She has no makeup on and she's gorgeous. Gorgeous. I'm gorgeous. I can't show you my feet because I'm keeping my feet for OnlyFans. I'm going to do podcasts in bras and I'm going to show my feet. That's the, that's the extent of what I can do for OnlyFans. Uh, that was a digression. I'm, I'm talking about feelings of insecurity and humanizing who I am. Cause some of you, I think put me up on a pedestal. Like I am impervious to mistakes and, and feelings of inadequacy. And I'm here to let you know, we all feel that way. And all of my friends who are in the industry feel that way sometimes. And we call upon each other to, raise each other up and remind each other how dope we are. So that's that's the moral of everything because I was on the phone with with Airbnb and and Taylor, shout out to Taylor, 
my girl Taylor at Airbnb, Airbnb uh, customer service was like, hey, it's all good. We're making mistakes and this is a trying time right now and, and you need to know that it's all good. And I was like, Taylor, Taylor, ah, my baby girl, I'm so grateful for you. So it's all going to, it's all going to be fucking fine. Even if the meteorite, it, it heads straight for us, kind of like that scene from Melancholia. I don't know if you're into dark movies like I am. I love film noir. Is she a nerd? You're goddamn right. Melancholia is a dark yet slightly optimistic movie about the apocalypse. <laughs> and it's with Kirsten Dunst. Check it out. That's all I'll say. I don't, I don't want to spoil it because I've been screamed at for spoilers previously and rightfully so because I gave a a a couple years ago I gave a very pertinent breaking bad spoiler away on Twitter and I deserved all of the anger that I got so rude rude but accurate and speaking of rude but accurate we're going to do some Dr. Peluso questions and if we have time we're going to do a couple phone calls because you guys can call me now and leave a message and we'll play it on the podcast. The number is 513-916-0930, 513-916-0930. That's basically my, my birthday and my dad's birthday. 513 is just a random number, but 916 is my birthday. My birthday is this Wednesday. What are you going to get me? What are you going to get me? Get me some gifts. Give me some motherfucking gifts. My assistant Debbie got me this amazing Brad Pitt prayer candle and I couldn't I couldn't fit it in my pussy so I just have to light it on fire (laughs) she laughs at herself too much suck a dick I enjoy life I am so excited about this Brad Pitt candle I light it and I I say a little prayer to Mr. Pitt aka Mr. Pitt Peluso because I will make him Mr. Peluso so thank you Deb for this amazing candle you light my fucking fire And I'm going to light some of your fires because you guys are disasters. We're all a disaster. I'm why am I holding this fucking selfie stick? I'm such an asshole. Let's see. At Nick James, my dumbass cat keeps bringing in live mice just to watch me freak out. Your cat is an asshole, but you're also an asshole for getting a cat and not realizing they bring in live shit into the house. That's what they do. How are you surprised? Oh, that's that's like dating a murderer and they kill you and your ghost is like, well, how the fuck did this happen? Uh, because you, you didn't do any vetting. You didn't consider your options and you just kind of were impulsive with your decision and you got a cat and now you're dead. The moral of the story is be a dog person. Just kidding, cat people. I love animals in general, but cats are freaky. We, we have to admit you can't trust a cat. It's just, it's common knowledge, right? Stamos knows. So I would say get a dog, Nick James, or, you know, be thankful that your cat is bringing you a meal in these tough times. At S-H-N-P-P-R, schnipper, schnipper, at schnipper. I have a hemorrhoid. Got it when I was 17, 31 now. Should I snip it? Wow. No consideration of... 13 years of commitment from your hemorrhoid you know how much shit your hemorrhoids put up with from you literal shit and you're just gonna cut it off just like that doesn't anything matter to you in your life at schnipper 
Doesn't anything mean anything? Don't you hold anything sacred, including your hemorrhoid, which literally is just putting up with all your crap. And you're just going to be like, bye. That's rude. It's rude. Maybe you're the problem. Maybe you give up too soon. Not like 13 years is like a blip in time, but in the greater spectrum of the universe and existence, it is a blip of time. So you maybe should just realize how committed and loyal your hemorrhoid's been to you and hang on to it. Because, you know, next thing you know, you snip that hemorrhoid and who else are you going to talk to at night? You're welcome. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor giving you irreplaceable advice. So good luck. But you definitely should snip it. That's gross. At Tudor Scudder 9000. <laughs> Teeter. Tudor Scudder. Tudor's Cooter. Tudor's Cooter. <laughs> These names are ridiculous. At Tudor's Cooter 9000. Okay, I'm probably reading it wrong, but I probably just read it better than you intended and I gave you a new nickname. My family's way too into my boyfriend that I want to dump. Yikes. Uh, Sounds like you have two people to dump. Your family and your boyfriend. Why do you want to dump your boyfriend? Here's the thing. If your family's really into your boyfriend, you really have a an asshole family or no self-awareness and you're the problem. So if your family's really into your boyfriend that you want to get rid of, those are the two options. Either there's something about him that nobody's figured out yet. And I've had that scenario where you're dating somebody that's a complete psychotic person and a dual personality and borderline personality and everyone's fooled or your boyfriend's the better person which is okay. Both scenarios are okay. Either A, you get rid of everybody and go find yourself on an eat, pray, love journey through Yosemite National Park, if it's still open and Trump hasn't set it on fire. Or, calm down, it's not a political thing, I'm just making jokes. Or you have some personal excavation to do and you need to clean out some cobwebs that are in your own emotional cave that you have to clean out and grow up and stop being the jerk. So, Hopefully you figure out who the true asshole is in this scenario. Your family, your boyfriend, or you. Process of elimination, bitch. Let me know how it goes. At Jordan Harder. What do you do when you have strong sensations of feeling extremely overwhelmed? (laughs) You, Jordan Harder. When life gets harder, get it? I think it's important to realize that what you're thinking is just a thought. And it's not real. And if you center your breath, if you do some breath work, which is phenomenal, it will really help you um, lower that anxiety. It'll help you sort of dissipate those thoughts that are going through your mind. I've started doing meditation in the mornings, gearing up for this show and also just to get myself a little bit more centered and calm because I do also suffer from anxieties. And being overwhelmed, I have a lot of things I'm working on and and I get involved in so many different projects that it's sometimes hard to juggle it all, i.e. why I have Debbie in my life and other people helping me delegate the things I want to do so that I have more freedom to create. You may need to clean your plate a little bit and clear your plate a little bit so that you have some room for growth. We sometimes put too much into our lives to where we start to feel 
the boundaries of our existence because we're pushed up against all the walls. We, we fill the room with everything and we start to feel the limitations around us and there's no room for us to expand. So things have to get broken in order for that to happen. Or you have to start doing some excavation. So if you're feeling overwhelmed and sensations of extremely, <laughs> I love the way you put it, having strong sensations of feeling extremely overwhelmed, breathing is an amazing tool and an amazing tactic that we can implement into our daily life. I think we take it for granted because it is an involuntary action, but it also can be something that you work on so that even in its involuntary process, it becomes uh, a huge aspect of our uh, feeling of becoming centered and, and a huge tool that we can use to eradicate these anxieties and things that sort of come about because we're overwhelmed with all of the things going on in our lives and all the constant data processing that our brain is doing. It's basically anxiety is a result of a couple different things. Now, I'm not a scientist. I am a doctor, board uncertified. And I think anxieties manifest from a lack of physical movement, a lack of exercise, and it's an excess of energy that accumulates in your mind because your body hasn't processed, hasn't done any sort of true exercise to feel like it's running and working. And also, I think anxieties arise from undealt with traumas and also us taking on too much. So try some breath work, try some meditation, try some exercise. We're animals. And we're also these um, sentient beings that think a lot and feel a lot and, and we have emotions. And those things need to be sort of run out like a horse or a wild animal. You got to, you gotta, for lack of a better term, exercise the demons like Ace Ventura. I have exercised the demons. This house is clear. You need to clear your house out. And only you can do that. So... Try to take away some things and add in some calming routine to your daily existence. Start your day with some meditation instead of social media and see how that goes. I'm Dr. Phil. I don't know why I just thought of Dr. Phil in that moment. At McMack12, when's our date happening? First of all, McMack12, you look like you might be 12. Second of all, I'm currently only dating men with money. Not that I'm a gold digger. I just need to know that you've got your own and you're not going to rely upon me for mine. And that you also have a goal or something that you're working towards and that you actually achieve your goals. And also, if you have a boat, that would be great and possibly some animals. I would also love if you have a retirement plan or something. Just a plan. If you have a plan that we can start there. But I also need to know that you're secure in your own life and you also can communicate. Is that too much? I mean, it sounds like a fucking laundry list, but let's be real. It's just communication and a, a career. So, I mean, come at me. You know what I'm saying, Micmac? At Donut Burger... Can one find love again in their early 40s asking for myself? Yes. Yes. Love can be found in all aspects of our life. Think about the spectrum of your relationship up to this juncture at Donut Burger, which sounds delicious. There's 
so many relationships that we have. I mean, at least, you know, for the most part, we have a bunch of different relationships, starting from when you're cute and young on a schoolyard to when you become an adult and it's an actual relationship with feelings and emotions and hopefully, uh, you know, goals that you both have and shared desires and wants and dreams. And these things sort of, you know, it's ebbs and flows of relationships throughout our lives and they come when we least expect them. Sometimes when we force them and they turn into things that end up ending because they were only there to serve a purpose in a specific time in your life. But it's never it, to, for a lack of a better term again, and to, to not sound too cliched, it's never too late for love. People find love in ho- in homeless in homeless yeah in the homeless community. But look, motherfucker, there are homeless people banging in tents beside my house. So if these homeless crackheads can find love, you can find love in your forties. And uh, hello, there are retirement homes with herpes. They're fucking. They don't even have teeth and they're fucking. You can find love. You're gonna be able to find love. And everybody out there watching this video on my YouTube page, I itch my nose. I don't do cocaine. This is natural energy. I've never done cocaine in my life. And this is how I think and feel and talk on a natural level. So imagine me with drugs. I take that back. I did have an espresso and smoked a blunt. But besides that, I'm not on drugs. So to get back to your point in your question, Donut Burger, can one find love again in their early 40s? Yes. Yes. And it's all about how you talk to yourself. That will dictate what the universe delivers to you. And that might sound hokey pokey. It might sound like it's, oh, that's just for hippies and just for people who do astrology, blah, 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 blah. But let's be real. Mindset is more than 50% of the game of life. Think about people in your life who are miserable. Do they have a good mindset? Think about people in your life who continually continually fail, which isn't a bad thing. What are they doing after that failure? Are they trying again? That's a mindset. So instead of asking, can you find love again in your 40s, you should state, I will find love again in my 40s. Now my nose is running because of the ashes here. I will find love again in my 40s and my 50s and 60s and 70s. And the love you get in that era is just reflective of how you feel about yourself and what you're putting out into the universe. So go forth and prosper. Keep your dick clean and be a gentleman. You're going to find love again. Probably in Oprah's place. Isn't that what that song is? I used to think that that Rihanna song found love in I thought I thought they said in Oprah's place and I'm like oh my god did she meet Chris Brown at Oprah's house but it's a hopeless place at Bretsky I just want to say how awesome you are in your content how awesome you and your content are I smile every post thank you thank you Bretsky I I have ups and downs in this career it takes a lot of energy to create and to find a space where I feel like I can create especially within this new normal now where I feel like kindness is a commodity. I, I sometimes worry that like I've lost my edge in an attempt to be kind to myself. And then I have to remind myself that's just fucking crazy. That's crazy talk that you should be able to have space to be kind to yourself in order to create space to create. So I've been struggling with the creation process through this time a little bit. 
finding my my voice, not finding my voice so much as finding what I want to talk about because there's so many different narratives out there in the world and news and just in my own life going through this quarantine like we've talked about before on this podcast and and going through a breakup and just trying to find a, a groove, if you will, and, and becoming comfortable with this woman that I'm becoming. There's growing pains and there's old habits that I'm shedding and you should be shedding them too. You should be finding a space for yourself to grow and allow yourself um, time to make that fucking happen. So I appreciate you and I'm, I'm, my goal is to bring more genuine content, more inspiration and more wild humor. That's who I am. I'm a genuine, inspiring, wild bitch. And I'm stepping into that. I'm stepping into those fucking shoes. I just, you know, I feel like now's the time to sort of deliver something a little bit more bold. So I appreciate you. At Christian Peluso. We got the same last name. Can I get a follow back? That's not how that works, Christian. Even though I'm this beautiful, inspiring, wild bitch, that's not how it works. You know, I'm just not going to go ahead and follow you because we have the same last name. Although, are we related? Let me know. Do a little Google on Ancestry and let me know. Are we related? Maybe we are. Maybe we have actual lineage. But Peluso is a very common Sicilian slash Italian last name. It means big and hairy for those of you who are just listening to the podcast for the first time. Big and hairy right here. Hi. Hey, hi. I'm a big and hairy bitch. I don't know what that's referring to on my body, but... I don't you I need some genealogy Christian get back to me let me know how we're related because just having the same last name isn't enough unless I unfollow everybody I know now and only follow Pelusos you know because I'm cleaning up my feed and I'm getting rid of people whose lives I'm I'm not really in tune with to make sure that what I'm viewing on social media is producing a productive outcome and result as opposed to me feeling like shit being more procrastinated and also, you know, comparing myself to somebody else. So good luck with that Peluso search and let me know if we're actually related and then I'll follow you. Tell my dad I said hello. At, oh, here we go. At Julian Ross Rolson. Are you doing a Netflix special soon? The world needs it. Dear doctor of comedy. (laughs) I hopefully we'll be doing a special with Netflix. I'm filming a show with them and we'll see what happens. If it, if it's meant to, if my special's meant to live on Netflix, then that will happen. If it's meant to live someplace else, then that will happen. But I'm open to working with Netflix for sure on a special and we'll see how that, how that transpires. Either way, I'm looking forward to the opportunity of that becoming a thing. So thank you for your fucking support. At Raymond276, hey, I think I want to break up with my girlfriend. We've been together for five years. I feel like she's so stupid. <laughs> um, Here's the thing. If you think, feel you might want to break up with somebody, nine times, 9.9 times out of 10, you're going to. Don't prolong that process. Have the conversation as soon as possible. Bring it up to them. Be bold and straightforward and don't worry about hurting somebody's fucking feelings. You know how many times you hurt someone's feelings more by delaying what you want to really say because you're afraid you're going to hurt their feelings? And 
you're really just being a pussy. You're really just being a pussy. What you're really saying is, mm, it's kind of selfish. It's the most selfish thing. I went through that in my last relationship, you know, where people just, they, they don't want to say how they truly feel. And I don't have time for that. Let's, let's communicate. Tell me what's going on. So I think you owe this person a conversation because you might find out that you're the fucking problem. And that, that's the only responsibility you have to fix is when you're the problem. And usually that's what's going on. So good luck, Raymond276. Let me know how that works out. But you have a conversation to have. And do it in a, in a non-common space in case you got to leave. You know, you, you can't really leave your living room when you've had dinner with each other. It's so awkward. So like maybe do it at an in and out or, you know, some other restaurant's parking lot. Maybe just like go for a jog and then if it doesn't work out, just jog in the opposite direction. I'm a doctor. At Martin White 82. Received a 24 case of wine advent calendar. Should I wait till December? <laughs> That's amazing. 24 case wine advent calendar. I, that's a confusing, I'm not, I'm more stuck on the wine. Like, is there actual wine or is it just an advent calendar? If it's just an advent calendar, that's fucking boring. But if there's wine associated with it, open all of it immediately and share some with me. Open all of it immediately. I just, I don't understand. Wait till December to what? To open the wine? No. What kind of person are you? Nobody waits to open, open the fucking wine. You ever go over someone's house? You're like, should we, should we wait to open the wine? Wait for what? What the fuck are we waiting for? Well, for Tom to get here, Tom's always fucking late. And he never talks about anything interesting and he smells like asparagus. Let's open the wine. Open the wine. Always open the wine. We could be hit by a meteor. Open the fucking wine. You know, let's crack this bitch open and have some fun. Uh, at mom B4. My friend is in a miserable marriage. How do I get her to leave or shut up? That's a great question. That's a great question because on one hand, you want to be friends and you want to be there for her and support her. But on the other hand, if she's constantly dumping what's going on and not making any changes, that's exhausting. And I think you kind of have the conversation just like you said the question. How do I get her to leave or shut up? With a supportive tone, let her know how much you support and love her and care about her if that's the case. And I'm assuming it is because why would you hit up Dr. Peluso if you didn't yourself feel a little bit lost? That's what we're here for. I'm here to help steer your ship in the right direction with all of my board uncertified advice and experience. Shitload of experience. All the experience. I would, I would preface it with how much you love her and that you're in her corner and you want the best for her and that you care about her so much and that you're worried because she's not making any changes. And it, also it's okay for you to let her know that it's affecting your energy. It's all about how we deliver the package and it's all about how we express how we're feeling. I realize I have to work on ways that I express myself because sometimes my therapist, like I said, we will have him on told me sometimes I have too much of an authoritative tone and it comes from being a, a victim of so much trauma in my life that that's a way of having control over my anxieties and fears and feeling like I'm in control and I can still feel that way 
but expressing myself a little bit softer is a goal of mine. So use that tactic in this scenario where you allow your friend to know you're there for her, but also it's okay to let her know that your energy is being affected and that you don't want that to happen because you want her to be, you want to be able to grow with her, but it's okay to be like, yo bitch, like what are we doing here? Shit or get off the marriage. What's happening with George? If he's so terrible, why are you still with him? Because it's it's affecting me and I am worried about you and I, I want to see you do better. Shit or get off the marriage is what you need to tell this bitch, you know, or, or start charging the bitch hourly. Th- that seems fair. <laughs> but we need our friends. We need our friends to talk about our stresses and, and to bounce ideas off of. We're all therapists for somebody in our life. We're all bored, uncertified therapists for someone. And if you're a true friend, that is something you hold and you covet and you care about and you respect and you make sure that that is something that you nourish. And you also have to take care of your own energy. And sometimes people can become uh, these sort of, ener- you know, these zombie like they, they steal our energy, like these energy zombies where they suck all of your good energy out and they don't even know they're doing it. And it's your responsibility to express that to this bitch. Tell her to shit or get off the marriage. You can't keep bitching. You gotta, you, you, you can't just bitch and not move. Move, bitch, get out the way of your own marriage. That's what I would tell her. Let's see what else we have. Oh, Marty Caproni says, I have an ex-roommate who doesn't want to pay me the rent he owes me that I covered. Oh, this one hit really close to home. Yeah, I, you know, this is a tough one because on one hand, it's important to get things on paper to say whatever your agreement is, whatever your financial agreement is. But sometimes if it's a friend or a loved one or a boyfriend, just for argument's sake, who said they would contribute to rent especially when they're using the utilities and all of the amenities and water and heat and air conditioning and and beds and food and just genuine just general shelter in in the sum of how you live if they're using all of that you know they should pay but if they don't you know there always is small claims court it's a process But in this time where people are struggling, that might be the only option because we kind of, we kind of need to make sure we're taking care of ourselves. Then again, we have to understand that everybody else has their own subsequent struggle. But since we know that we should be more conscious of our words and make sure that we're living up to them and living up to our promises. But then again, Sometimes people are filled with empty promises and you just have to recognize who those people are in your life. And, you know, if they keep promising and they don't deliver, then you have to get rid of them because they're just going to continually put you up for expectations that are not being met. And while we can't really put expectations on other people, it's a different scenario when they keep expressing something that makes you anticipate and that can be an expect uh, expectation that is out of your control. So in short, get rid of that bitch because they're lazy and they don't have any commitment and they'll figure it out on their own, especially as an adult. Um, a couple more here. Let's see. Um, 
at Forever Floyd. How come after dinner I take a huge bong rip and immediately have to shit? Well, it sounds like you've got a great system. It sounds like your your body's working for you. And I don't know if the bong rip, if the air helps move the, the turd out of the chute. But I know I'm a very similar individual where I have a very high metabolism. And I'm like a woodland creature. I've talked, I've spoke about it in my stand-up where I eat and these little pellets just come out of me. Like these little pez shoot out of my cute little butthole in movement, in flight. So you're, you're one of the lucky ones. At least you have a good movement and <laughs> at least you've got a system that is on your side. So I think that that is a positive. Good for you. At Manny72212. Why don't you show them pretty feet and toes for us? Why don't you pay for it, Manny? This is a problem. You dudes are expecting it for free because bitches are giving it away for free. No, 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 Manny. Okay? I'm not showing you my feet for free. If you see them, it's on accident. And it's I, I, me forgetting how valuable. Feet are a commodity in this post-COVID world. I guess it's not even post. We're still in it. In this mid-COVID world, in this pre-apocalyptic world, feet are a commodity along with kindness. And if you want feet, you got to pay. Kindness is free. Dr. Peluso. But I will put my feet on OnlyFans. I think I think I will do that. I realize Bella Thorne lied to everybody or whatever she did where she made empty promises again, like a person who doesn't know how to keep a promise. Oh, I'm going to do this. Then fucking do it. So I will, I'm considering it. We'll we'll see what happens. I'm considering the situation, but I will not be showing my butthole. I will not show my coochie hole or my wop. Everyone back the fuck up. I'm not that chick. Go to Annie uh, Letterman for that shit. (laughs) Go to, go to Annie. I think she's showing her butthole on OnlyFans. I'm not sure. Don't quote me. Oh, I just dropped my phone. Instant karma because I was being a bitch. Let's see. At Tigers G, at Tigers GS55. Have you seen the new Stamos commercial? How soft do you think his hair really is? I'm betting it's silky smooth. I'm betting Stamos's hair is silky smooth, baby soft, pure alkaline, slippery goodness. That's my guess. I have not pet his hair in real life. I look forward to the day I get to pet his hair, but I haven't seen the new commercial. Who's watching commercials? Where are their fucking commercials? Where is this? creature this commercial creature you speak of i need to know i need to know i need to know where the stamos commercial is but i don't need a stamos commercial i've got him in my fucking living room it's a stamos commercial every day here all in all all in love all in good humor he's on the wall he's fine he's happy but can you send me a link to this commercial for real i need some uh bean flicking material later if you know what i mean uh, let's see at Randy 402 married life is a bitch period. Now here we are again in an interesting scenario where your mindset is everything. And I think you have to step back from that statement. Now, now I don't know what's going on in your marriage. It could very well be a bitch. I've heard they are. My mom's had three. So I'm assuming they are a bitch. That being said, you are in this marriage. Therefore, you are contributing to the bitch part of the marriage. Your job is to figure out how you're contributing to that so that you can be more present for yourself. So that you can 
be lighter so that you can feel like you're evolving as a human and not retracting back to those bad habits and literally becoming your parents and, and not putting any work or effort into your daily existence. Yeah. Marriage is a bitch. I've never been married, but I know it's a bitch. You know, in my growing up years in my childhood, there were three different marriages around my two parents, three or four different marriages around them and kids from each one of those. And so I saw from a young age how hard it is to maintain a relationship, how hard marriage is and how many spectrums to marriage there truly is. But so much in life, we point the finger at the other fucking person. Look at they did Yes. And a lot of that may be true. I came out of that myself and my relate my own relationship where there were a lot of things on his end that he wasn't living up to. There were a lot of false, you know, empty promises and lack of communication and expectations that were never met. But I contributed as well. And you need to ask yourself, Randy 402, how am I contributing to make this marriage a bitch? Because I guarantee the ways you're contributing to make that a bitch, you're making your own life a bitch. And, and you don't want to live like that. This is one short life we have. You want to be a bitch in it? You want to fucking be a bitch? Why do you want to be a bitch? Why do you want to be a bitch? Don't you want to have a beautiful life? Don't you want to show up and be present? And that's not to say it's not hard and difficult. Fuck, we've all been struggling these last few months, six months or two years, whatever, 20, 32, whatever year we're in. We've all been struggling. But you have to ask yourself, how are you contributing to your own struggle? And how can I struggle better? Struggle doesn't go away. You just have to learn how to struggle better and smarter. How do I struggle smarter so that the struggle produces results instead of resentment? That's what you want. The marriage is always going to be a struggle. But how can you struggle better in it? And it may just be blowing your husband more. And it could be asking for more. It could be accepting who he is. I don't know. That's for you to, to decipher. But I have faith that you can make it work. I have faith that it can all work out. And I also have faith that if it doesn't, you'll be fine. You just have to ask yourself what you want and how you can contribute to achieving that goal. Good luck. At DJ Full Throttle, I did a cameo for you, didn't I? I think I did a cameo for you, DJ Full Throttle. What would you do if John Stamos wanted to lick your feet and work his way up? Come through. DJ Full Throttle with the kinky question. You better stop. You better stop. You didn't even start. You better stop, DJ Full Throttle, with the kinky question. What would I do if Stamos wanted to lick my feet and work his way up? Let him? Only if he wasn't still married to Caitlin because I'm not a homewrecker anymore. (laughs) I would let him. But I'm kind of busy with Brad. Brad and I are kind. We're totes busy. I'm trying to put him on my laptop, but it's not going to work. He's going to slide off. 
Brad and I, uh, I've got my menagerie of men here. I've got my Brad candle. He looks so, he looks so small under Stamos in my house right now. He looks completely dominated. But Brad, look, Brad's single. But I will say, that being said, that if Stamos wanted to lick my tootsies and work his way up, I'm going to let the motherfucker work, work. You better work, work. I'll be like, working nine to five. Woo, working way up. I would let him take his time. I would enjoy it. Burn some vanilla incense. Play the first season of Full House and just relive my youth. It's a little creepy, but it's fun. So yes, thank you for putting that into the universe. It could possibly happen. We don't know. Let's see. One more question. We'll do one more. There's so many questions here. Um, I see you at five five mission 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 mich, Michigander. I, that was a tough one before. I see you, Gregory Gobi. I see you in Amaya G. Um, there's a couple questions, but there's one here that okay. Uh, Maya G is asking a really good one. In Amaya. In Amaya. In Am. At I-N-A-M-A-Y-G. Can you guys see how it's hard? There's a lot of consonants. I want to answer this question. Why do I keep thinking about the guy that was a total asshole? Like, what the fuck, brain? I'm over it. You're not over it. You're not over it. And you keep thinking about the guy who was an asshole because you don't think you're worth anything more. You've allowed yourself to believe that the extent of your worth is, is to be with an asshole. That there's nothing better out there for you. And that you haven't really dug into the part of you that is so covered up. And the part that is hurt for years. The part of you that maybe you've even forgotten about. You need to get down to that girl. And stop worrying about these dudes. Because if you're you're continually dating these types of guys. It's only going to pile layers on top of your trauma that needs to be healed. And your trauma, it's like a weed. It's like a a plant in concrete. You know when you see that that little plant stick up in the middle of a basketball court covered in in tarvia and concrete? That it's it's literally trauma is is life that will find its way. It's that scene from Jurassic Park with Jeff Goldblum. Life will find a way and trauma is exactly the same. It, it finds its way through the cracks because it wants to reach light. Your trauma wants to reach light. And this isn't about the asshole in Amaya G. It's about you. You're the asshole. And I mean that with all the love. And I say it from experience. You're dating these guys because that's what you think you're worth. And you have to, you have to acknowledge the part of you that feels that way. And it's not even that you actually, it's not even that part of you actually feels that way. It's that part of you is not being dealt with. So it is forcing you to hopefully stop and show it some attention. There's a part of you that needs attention that it's not getting. And my therapist says this, it's, it's about a couple of things. Your, your, your issue is always what's not being said And no matter what, if you don't deal with the source, it will find its way in all aspects of your life. So you keep thinking about him because you're not focusing on the fact that you're worth more. So instead of spending time 
implementing things into your life that can help you grow and heal and evolve like meditation, like regular exercise, like getting your vitamins and, you know, your daily doctors. That's another thing that Erica Badu always talks about is seeing her, her, her five or six doctors, Dr. Sleep, Dr. Spirit, Dr. Green's Nutrition, um, Dr. Uh, do we say exercise? Dr. Sun, um, Dr. Mind. There's so many aspects of that that can get done. And in, in, there are doctors you need to see in order to heal yourself. Focus on that instead of the dude who doesn't deserve you. Focus on your daily doctors instead of a dude who doesn't deserve you. And repeat that alliteration to yourself until you start to break the habit of chasing something that's not worth your time. Why are you chasing him and not you? You should be chasing yourself. Let this dud go. Let him go deal with somebody else. Let some other bitch fall, you know, a victim to his bullshit. It's time for you to bloom, bitch. So bloom. I could keep going. I know some of you are like snapping. Yes, queen, more. And you dudes, this is for you too. This is for you too. At Casey Jarosweski. I think I kind of nailed it. At Casey Jarosweski. Losing faith in humanity. The world is fucking nuts right now. I agree. I agree. But you can't lose faith in humanity. Think about history. We've spoken about this before. The fall of the Roman Empire, the dinosaurs, the um, Aztec and and Incas and the Native Americans and the Irish and uh, slavery and black people. There's been destruction and despair through every generation, throughout history. There has been complete and utter destruction and, and, and complete discrimination and inequalities and things that cause pain and all of that all of that is an unfortunate necessity in every aspect of life there can be no creation without destruction destruction is the most important part of creation in my in my opinion and i think that's something that's sort of known and spoken about in literature and shows and podcasts that Basically, you can't have a breakthrough without a breakdown. That's another thing my therapist always says. And while it's understandable to lose faith in humanity, that's also a mindset, Casey. The world is always nuts. It's always going to be nuts, and it's always been nuts. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget throughout history how many nutty things have occurred. Hello, Hitler. That was pretty fucking crazy. You know, uh, Hiroshima, Nagasaki, that kind of sucked. Pearl Harbor kind of sucked. You know, all the wars have sucked and and the famine and children starving and sex slavery and uh, also sex trafficking. There's there's things that are going on that have been going on for so long. And well, I think you're speaking on something important. I want you to, instead of lose faith in humanity, have empathy for your brothers and sisters. Start to realize that there is beauty out there. And while destruction is an intricate part in creating beauty, have some empathy for those going through struggle. Have some empathy for those who are facing struggle and realize we need to realize more that every person you meet, and we know this because it's on coffee cups at, at Target and Marshalls, every person you meet is going through a struggle that you don't know or see. 
everyone is struggling some silent struggle. And it's important for us to go, hey, I see you. You're okay. I see you. You know, it's like Avatar, motherfucker. I see you. People just want to be seen because people are struggling so much. They just want to know that they're seen and that they're going to be okay. And while we can't promise them that everything's going to be okay, we can at least let them know that they're seen. So don't lose faith in humanity, motherfucker. You got a short life. Get out there, grab it by the balls, bitch. Put a little Joey Diaz in your morning cup and, and, and go get your dick sucked. Theoretically and literally live your life. Live your life and give love. That's, that's, that should be the bare minimum for everybody daily. And I know, okay, you're cut. Oh, you're saying that from a entitled place and you've got all these, you've got all these resources and look at you. I have fucking struggled. Nothing has been handed to me and I've needed the support of so many fucking people just to get to where I'm at. And it's still a struggle and I embrace the struggle. I I think it's a necessary part in the creation of whatever you're creating in your life. The struggle is intricate and it's necessary. And Casey, don't lose faith. You should have more faith. You should find a way to instill faith in others. Become a fucking pastor. Let's open a church, bitch. Let's open a new church. (laughs) Especially since Joey's on, on, uh, Fiesta. He's on, he's on a break right now. Let's open a church. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. Don't lose faith. Life is too short and beautiful for you to lose faith. Let's listen to a couple voicemails that people have left me. Hopefully we can hear them and they make sense. You guys can call me 913 or 513-916-0930. Let's see. We've got a few. Yeah, we do have a couple here. Um, Let's play this one. Make sure my sound is on. Hey, Jess, it's Cousin Pete. Um, just a quick question. I mean, it works out because this is a hotline uh, for us to call you with questions, but because I'm related, hopefully you can uh, get back to me on it. Aunt Denise said that you, the last time you were at her house, you took the scrapbook, one of the family scrapbooks, um, and apparently it has my newspaper clippings of when I ate all those uh, Totino's pizza rolls. I broke the record, the county record at the fair, um, and I had so much coverage for it. Newspaper clippings, my badges in there, my contestant number, never forget it, number 473. Um, yeah, I ate 75 Totino's pizza rolls, broke the record, shattered it, still hasn't been broken. But yeah, Anthony was saying you had the scrapbook. So maybe we can meet up, maybe we all hang out and look at all that amazing stuff. I think they're still sauce. I've kept some sauce um, from some of the pizza rolls in that bag as well. It's probably rotten and disgusting, but let's figure it out, Jeff. (laughs) What? Aunt Denise's? I don't, sir, I don't think I have an Aunt Denise. I mean, I've gotten a lot of weird messages from you guys. Uh, cousin Pete? I don't I don't have a cousin Pete. Unless I'm forgetting family and at that point please someone send me some ginkgobas because I don't want to forget family. Some of them I could forget, but like what, sir? I um good luck finding the rotten pizza rolls. I don't even know what to say to that. Let's listen to another one. What the fuck? 
Hey, Jesse May. This is Jordan. Thanks for taking the call and the time today. I want to ask you a question. This past weekend, the uh, wife brought home a coworker from their happy hour and uh, for some more wine, cocktails. Five hours later, there's a uh, three-way cuddle party between me and these two girls. And uh, it's pretty obvious the uh, guest wants to, to fuck. <sighs> wife doesn't quite get that part, though. So my question for you is, how do you uh, kind of nudge that person to say, hey, the person you brought over wanted to fuck all of us? Thanks so much. Love you. Bye. Wow. First of all, where does your wife work that her coworkers are coming over to fuck you? Is your wife a hooker and you're just dumb? That's, uh, first of all, congratulations. That sounds like a great party. And just wondering when the next party will be. Just for asking for a friend. But here's the thing where communication comes in play. Like, you've got a window of time to talk about this. You can't, like, bring it up in a year and be like, remember that time that slutty Sarah came over and she was dry humping me? I think she wanted to fuck. Also, sometimes the perception of the situation is based off of our own insecurities and desires. Like, are you daydreaming about a threesome and you just maybe projected your wants and desires onto a scenario that didn't really elicit the response and you just created it in your own mind? Or is this a scenario where your wife is just completely oblivious to signs, which is possible we can be oblivious to things like that all the time where we're just like well I don't know red what red flag and the guy is literally dressed as a red flag I this is a this is a perfect opportunity for you and your wife to have a conversation this can open up something new in your marriage and be curious about it uh be as open as you can and ask a lot of questions and see what your wife desires because maybe this is an area for you and your wife to get kinky. I don't know how long you've been married. I don't know if you've reached that seven year itch yet. I don't know if there are things that are wrong with your marriage and you're thinking about leaving and maybe you're leaving yourself open and that's why you thought that this slutty Sarah wanted to fuck. I there's a lot to unpack here. I think the most important thing is that there's something that's desired and it feels like there's something that's unrequited here. And I don't know if it's within your relationship or if it's a, 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 a thing that you and your wife both want, but you definitely need to have a conversation about it and bring it up to her in a loving way. And maybe even like a light way, like God, your coworker, it seemed like she wanted to bone us just like that. And then open up the conversation and ask your wife, is that something you'd ever want to do? She may get accusatory. She may, maybe she won't. Maybe she's good with her communication as well, but keep it curious. Keep asking questions and let, and let her feel safe and, and let her know that you're coming from a place of love. Unless you're just trying to get me to co-sign on you fucking her, her coworker behind her back, which I can't do. You know, I'm waiting for Stamos to get divorced for me to move in, for him to lick my feet. So you should do the same. But have some communication. It's your wife. It's your fucking wife. Go talk to her. Let me know how it goes. Let's do another one. Oh, hold on. Hey, uh, this is Brad. And I was really flattered by what you had to say about my genitalia and was giving you a call 
just to connect, you know, see what she was doing, what she wanted to go to church later and we can get married. And uh, here with Angelina. And I have uh, a couple of Viagra we could pop. And if you wanted to do maybe some basalts, like Epsom, and uh, you could pop your titties out. We could we could dance in the uh, the tub, rub a dub dub. All right, we'll be back. What is what is going on? What I, I don't rub a dub dub, sir. Pop my titties out, sir. I honestly I. What did what did I say about your genitalia, Brad? I talk a lot of trash. If somebody knows what Brad is talking about, please DM me or email me, jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail. Let me know what Brad is saying. Oh, was he? Oh, is this? Oh, he's pretending to be Brad Pitt. Let's listen to that again. I get it. Uh, this is Brad. And I uh, was really flattered by what he had to say. About my genitalia. I and get it now. He's pretending to be Brad Pitt. Oh, it's so funny. Connect, you know, see what she was doing. What she wanted to go to church later and we can get married. I mean. And, uh, here with Angelina. <laughs> that part, that was my favorite part. I'm here with Angelina. First of all, thank you for calling, Brad. Uh, I honestly thought you were just a regular Brad. I didn't realize you were the Brad. And I'm a little perturbed that you're actually still with Angelina. It's kind of a red flag for me, although I know you have 14 kids from 23 different nations, which I totally respect. I respect it a lot. It feels a little bit like white guilt, but that's okay. At least some children are getting their homes, even though there are thousands of children here that still need homes. But by all means, get your passport, go to Zimbabwe and get the babies. Every every baby deserves, all babies' lives deserve love and, and care and all of that. That being said, I, I'm not sure that you being with Angelina is cool. You know, I don't think that that's kosher for me, but I'll deal with it. Because you're single and so am I and we look cute together. That is hilarious. I honestly am such a dumb bitch for being like Brad. What Brad from Ohio? No, this guy is it's obviously Brad Pitt. You guys that totally was Brad Pitt. No nobody can say it's not. And now I'm just I'm gonna have to go get ready because it sounds like I have a date with Brad. We're gonna go get married and I'm gonna pop my titties out and we're gonna rub a dub dub. Cool. <laughs> my dream has come true look at that in one podcast you guys we talked about a lot today we talked about being grateful for generous customer service people T taylor shout out to taylor at airbnb at their customer service department for being so amazing and we talked about struggling smarter and i want you guys to think about that think of how you think how you can struggle smarter in your own life your marriage your work your art whatever it is and just remember that while Casey's stressed about the faith and, and current state of humanity. It's all good. It's always been bad and it's always had amazing, beautiful moments. Just make sure you've, you remember that. Don't let social media drown you with all the hatred and, and just the echo chamber of narratives that are there to des designed literally to bring you down and make you feel like shit. So you go on Amazon and you buy more stuff. Put your phone down, put your feet on the grass, take a hit of that joint, look up and be grateful. 
for the sun shining down on your skin. And in the meantime, I'm just going to wait for Stamos's annulment or Brad to call me back. That's all a girl can hope for. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. I love you. Make sure you love yourself. I love myself. A lot. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.